Hello, everyone, and welcome to the DH Basics Podcast. My name is Dana, and I'm here in a two-part series where we're going to explore the practical steps that you can take to prepare for dental hygiene school, and not only dental hygiene school, but specifically the dental hygiene school admissions process. So maybe you just decided that you want to be a dental hygienist, but you feel like you have no idea where to start. Well, I've got you covered in these next two episodes. You might want to grab a pen and paper because we're going to discuss a lot today. And before we start, the first thing I want you to do is just pause and say out loud. You can close your eyes if you want, but say out loud, every decision I make is helping me to become a dental hygienist. Your mindset should always match your passions. So say this every day and believe that you are on the right path to success. And remember that preparation always powers performance. And so every step you take is what is helping you become a dental hygienist in the future. Let's start with the first thing that you should do if you want to become a dental hygienist and you want to apply to dental hygiene school. The first thing you need to do is make sure that you understand what a dental hygienist actually does. So before you start this journey at all, it's crucial that you understand the role of the dental hygienist in the dental office, what we do for our patients. So we maintain oral health, we educate our patients, we prevent dental diseases, we take the time to research the scope and practice responsibilities and the impact that dental hygienists have on patient care. We are so much more than just a cleaning lady. You'll hear that a lot as you kind of undergo this whole process. People will say, I'm not just a cleaning lady or a cleaning man, right? So you want to make sure that you know what a dental hygienist does. And the best way to do that is to make sure that you get some shadowing experience, okay? Get in there, see what a dental hygienist does. Make sure that you're interested in this before you start applying. Now, just as a little breakdown, dental hygienists, we are oral health professionals. We play a vital role in preventing dental problems, but we also promote overall health. The mouth is connected to the rest of the body. So anything going on in the mouth, any disease shows up in the body and vice versa. We clean teeth. Of course, that's a big part of our job. And that's a fun part of our job, right? Seeing something go from a ton of tartar and buildup to being shiny and sparkling and you create that with your hands. That's amazing. But not only do we clean teeth, we also examine the gums for signs of disease. We take x-rays, we educate our patients, we apply treatments like fluoride and sealants. Depending on what state you're in, you have a variety of different functions that you can provide for your patients. And we also work in various settings. So we're not just in a private practice like where you might go to get your teeth clean, but we also work in schools and not just schools in the educational setting like a teacher, but also some people work with community or public health where they go into schools and provide services for children. We often enjoy some type of flexible hours. If you're interested in that, there's so many different opportunities as a hygienist that you can kind of build your career with what you want. You know, some days I might do clinical, some days I might teach, some days I might be in a community rotation, you know, at different schools. So there's so many different things that you can do as a hygienist. And the job itself offers a lot of stability and it's very rewarding and impactful. So those are some of the first things that you should understand as, a, as the primary roles of a dental hygienist. Now, that all sounds fantastic to you, to you, right? You're thinking, yes, that's amazing. This is what I want to do. I'm ready. What do I need to do next? So before anything else, research is key. You need to look into the dental hygiene programs, their locations, curriculum, admissions requirements, and you can look at schools 
that are close by, I think you should do that. But let's say you want to move somewhere totally different, different city, different state. Go for it. I encourage that. I think it's fantastic to try new things, but make sure that you look and you have an idea of what that's going to consist of. Okay. You need to have an idea of what the programs each require. So make a list of the schools that align with your goals and your values to streamline your application process. This is not only a good time to think about where you want to live, what school you want to go to, but also the financial aspects of the programs that you're interested in and start planning ahead. School costs money. Books cost money. All of the equipment that you're going to need for dental hygiene school, your instruments, your loops, which are the magnifying glasses that most programs require, you're going to have to finance all of that. So you want to start thinking ahead of time. I love a good dental hygiene debt-free story, and I do think it's possible for all dental hygienists to graduate debt-free, but with prior planning. You cannot just apply, get accepted, and then try and figure out the finances. It's going to be highly unlikely that you will be able to hold down a job or at most a job that will actually be able to support you while you are in dental hygiene school. Dental hygiene school, for the most part, is an eight to five job. Right now, it's not, you know, I don't know many programs that are flex type programs. I don't know any, but maybe they're out there. I don't know any programs that are flex programs that allow you to work and go to school. So some people will work a couple of part-time hours a week or freelance gigs or dog sitting, pet sitting, babysitting. That's the kind of stuff I did to bring in extra income. But I will say it was not enough to pay for my tuition and all of the other things I needed to, to survive. So keep that in mind. And then you also need to keep in mind the prerequisites and requirements that you are going to need to get into the school of your choice. So most dental hygiene programs will have specific prerequisite courses and requirements that the applicant must fulfill. These often will include courses like your biologies, your chemistries, anatomy, physiology, and of course you're going to have to have a lot of core classes typically such as English, um, you might have to have histories, a local government. It really depends on the school you are applying to. So keep that in mind. You know, maybe build a spreadsheet that shows the different programs and what each of their requirements are. A nice little checklist where you could say, okay, I've done this, I've done that, so that you feel like you're progressing towards your goal, right? Look at it every day. Look at your affirmations of every step I take is helping me to be a dental hygienist because this is not going to happen overnight. You have to start planning probably two years in advance for this program, okay? You want to make sure that you take your study seriously and strive for excellent grades in your prerequisites. Several withdrawals or frequent failing grades or any failing grades, really, that's a red flag on your transcript. And I'm sure I'll talk about that more in future episodes, but you need to know that you are going to turn in all of your transcripts whenever you apply for dental hygiene school. If you have multiple withdrawals, multiple failing grades, that signals to the admissions committee, hmm, what was going on here? Can they hack it in dental hygiene school? Dental hygiene school is so, so stressful. It's very rigorous. It's, it's intense. And the courses are very difficult. So if you struggled with all of your prerequisite courses, maybe you're going to struggle in dental hygiene school. And we have all of these other applicants that we're reviewing. And so we need to make sure that we're picking the best ones, the ones who are going to survive the program and the ones who are passionate about it, of course. So keep that in mind as you start 
undergoing your prerequisites, you need to get the best grades possible. I'm going to be honest, you want to strive for a 4.0 GPA. That would be the dream. But if you struggle in some courses like I did, it's not going to be the end all be all. We just want to make sure that we make the rest of your application make up for the fact that maybe you had a C in chemistry like this one right here. Okay, moving on. Academic preparation. So achieving high academic standards is essential. We already talked about how you need to have excellent grades to get into dental hygiene school. You want to start cultivating your academic skills before you get into dental hygiene school. Dental hygiene school is so hard and you don't want to find out that you suck at studying before you get there. Okay. While you're working on your prereqs, work on improving your study habits and your time management skills. Dental hygiene school is demanding, so making sure that you can use your time management and study skills beforehand, that's going to be critical. You want to make sure that you're good at developing effective study routines, utilizing a calendar or a planner. Just get used to it now. Get a planner, whether it's in your cell phone or a paper planner or on your computer. Look at it every single morning. Just get in that habit. Say, every morning for 15, 20 minutes, I look at my plan for the day, maybe just review my plan for the week, and I'm living off of that calendar. That's what's going to help you be successful. You want to find the strategies that are going to work best for your learning style. So maybe take some learning style tests online, see what your learning style is, and then make sure that you're using your study tools to help you maximize your learning style so that you can maximize your learning. Figure out what works for you during your prerequisites and treat your prereqs as seriously as you would your dental hygiene courses. There is no time to goof off when you're planning on getting into dental hygiene school. And so you want to make sure that you are working on those skills now and that you're putting your best foot forward. One other thing I like to just mention is online courses. I know that online courses, especially when you're in your prereqs, can be amazing because it makes life more flexible. You can work while you're in school. You don't have to live by the strict timeline of your classes. But when you get to dental hygiene school, guess what? Most of your classes are in person. You are living and dying by that dental hygiene schedule. I think it's a good idea to start taking classes in person. Take anything as much as you can in person. It trains you to get used to that process ahead of time and you get used to working on a little bit more of a schedule. So I want you to just keep that in mind. The other thing is it holds you accountable. I've seen a lot of online courses where students, you know, can basically, I don't want to say cheat on tests, but if your test is online, everything could be open book, right? Don't shortchange yourself like that because when you get into dental hygiene school, you are going to be expected to know things, to know things from your prerequisites and put them into place, put them into use once you get into dental hygiene school. So if you don't truly study and learn your prerequisites, one, you're not going to be used to studying and learning and following a schedule and time management and all of that but you're also not going to be prepared. You're going to come into dental hygiene school as a weak student. And I see this all the time. I've talked to a lot of students about this where they say, you know, I'll ask them, what was your, pre what were your prerequisites like? You know, you had a 4.0. How come you can't translate that to dental hygiene? And there's like, I took all online courses. I was not accountable. The, the classes were easy. Nothing was difficult. And then suddenly you get into dental hygiene school and it's completely different. So I want you to keep that in mind. Challenge yourself in your prerequisites and rise to those challenges so that you are ready to go when you get into dental hygiene school, which you will get in because that's what we're here for, right? Positivity. 
Now, the next thing, and again, this is all something that ideally we would be looking at as soon as possible. You decide you want to be a dental hygienist. Maybe you haven't started your prereqs or you're early in your prereqs, and we're kind of following this flow. This is not going to be the path that every person is going to take. You might have all of your prerequisites, but then realize you have no dental experience or you have no extracurricular activities. So we want to make sure that we're looking at a full picture of you and you want to be a very well-rounded applicant. So one other thing that we need to make sure that you have is some type of hands-on experience. Dental hygiene schools love hands-on experience, okay? So consider shadowing a dental hygienist. We've talked about this already, and you'll hear me talk about it on the podcast all the time. This helps you to gain insights into the day-to-day responsibilities and challenges that dental hygienists face. The best thing you can do when you go in and you shadow a dental hygienist, watch for a while, you know, get in there, watch, ask a lot of really good questions, but then also ask if you can help. So maybe all you can help with is cleaning the room, breaking down the room. You know, you want to wear something that uh, ideally you would wear scrubs. That would be an ideal situation. Can I help you with anything at all? We have to keep you safe, right? You're not an employee there. You probably aren't covered by any type of employer's insurance, but we want you to get as much hands-on experience as possible. The experience will not only enhance your application, but it also gives you a better understanding of the profession. And if you have the time, before you're applying for dental hygiene school, then maybe you should also consider becoming a dental assistant. This is a great stepping stone to help you reach your ultimate career path as a dental hygienist. You start to learn the terminology. You're going to get paid while you're getting prepared for dental hygiene school, especially if you get a job as a dental assistant, right? So keep those things in mind to help you get ready. That's what's going to make you look better on your application and help you succeed once you actually get into dental hygiene school. Now, outside of dentistry, there are other things that you can do that will make your application look good and just help you to be a more well-rounded individual in life, which is always a good thing. Engaging in extracurricular activities. You want to engage in extracurricular activities, and if they're related to dental hygiene, that's even better, right? This is going to demonstrate your dedication and initiative into getting into dental hygiene school. Join a dental hygiene club or a dental club, whatever's available at your college that you're attending right now or working on your prerequisites at. Attend seminars, workshops, volunteer. Make sure that you find good experiences to volunteer with and start early. The earlier you start volunteering, the more comfortable you get at it. If you were shy like me, I struggled with going to just random community events. That's where it's kind of good to join clubs that you get used to going to the regular meetings and then you get involved in their community events and Keep that in mind that that will help you on your application. These experiences will highlight your proactive approach to learning and community involvement. Remember, dental hygienists, we play a crucial role in community health. So if you're showing before you even get there, hey, I know I'm working with the community as a dental hygienist. I wanted to get a step ahead of that. I love the community. I want to help them. I started before I even got into dental hygiene school. That shows initiative. It shows that you are ready to take on this serious role of being a community provider, right? Taking care of the community's health. This is all about making you look good, but also making you the best candidate. And all of these experiences just make you a better person in general. 
So we've covered a lot today. That's all I'm going to go into in this part one series. Stay tuned for part two. We're going to be moving on to a little bit more on how to prepare for the actual applications process. I'm so glad that you tuned in today. Please give us a like or subscribe wherever you're listening. If you're on Spotify, all you have to do is click on the little rating stars, leave a five-star rating. It would mean so much to me. And if you have any feedback or you have any questions, you can always email me and you can find my email in the show notes. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.